This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Tuesday, the Jason Walker Show. Yes, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law said it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have a repair, choose Capital Collision Center. Big show coming up today, Major Mortgage Man Cave. Uh, we're going to talk uh, a little bit uh, later about um, on this day in history, which we always do. We've got the walk-off and more. Also, we're going to check in with Kurt Sinis, the uh, great great sports writer and uh, he's got his new capital city sports greats calendar for sale we'll talk about that also he's going to share his memories and uh, some stories of charlie pride who passed away over the weekend at the age of 86 uh kurt was going to be on thursday we moved him to today we're going to on thursday have senator steve danes join us so there you go all right uh like i said big show coming up and uh, let's get to it. Oh, by the way, you can watch on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can listen live on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. Just go to JasonWalkerShow.com for uh, anything related to the show. Also, you can email us, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com, and you can also tweet us at JWalkerSports. You can also call into the show, too. Um, so there you go. All right, let's start, as we do every day, the Montana numbers for COVID. 74,040 cumulative cases since March, 803 new cases, 826 total deaths. 8,916 active cases, and that's half of what it was a week ago, which is fantastic. 338 in the hospital, that's more than 100 less. 64,298 have recovered, and... There you go. Four counties have a, just over half of the active cases. Yellowstone, 2,200. Cascade, 13. Lewis and Clark, 1,000. Kalispell, just under 1,100. But there's, our, there's our numbers. All right, where else are we? Um... What else did we have showing up today? I'm trying to figure out um, buttons here. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, so the Frontier Conference, um, was it Friday, I believe? Saturday? Friday or Saturday issued their um, their new rules for COVID, and really nothing changes. Um, their mid-year meetings, which were held virtually, 
the Council of Presidents decided to continue the no-spectator rule for the foreseeable future. In the original return-to-play protocol for COVID, it was hoped that in January, with conference events, that fans would be able to attend, and that's just not going to happen. Um, we've only had one weekend of conference games. Uh, Tech and Western women played on Saturday and Sunday, and they split. And uh, Northern played LC State on the girls' side, which is a non-conference game now because LC State is with the Cascade. So there's that. Um, Also... Oh, yeah, just got some awesome new pitchers. I was looking for those, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt, we're going to talk to Kurt Sinis coming up uh, here in a little bit about uh, Charlie Pride and also his calendar, which is uh, which is out and uh, for sale for 2021. And it's awesome. Kurt always does a great job. All right, the Missoula Sentinel uh, Spartans, Laurel, uh, the three those two schools – Earned six combined Fall Coach of the Year honors released yesterday. The Montana Coaches Association Fall Coach of the Year. Uh, Sentinel, double-A football, Dane Oliver. They won the championship. Cross-country, Diego Hammett on the boys' side and Craig Matosich on the uh, boys' golf side. For Laurel, Mike Ludwig, football coach of the year for Class A. Uh, Jim O'Neill, girls' golf, and Jess uh, Loma for girls' soccer. Here's the thing. If you win a championship, your coach is going to be the coach of the year. Now, not going to disagree with that. But there's also, I mean, let's, let's not forget that there are other coaches that, you know, you could put you could put um, a lot of different coaches in in uh, in that that area. All right, uh, I have no idea. Christians, Nate. Uh, Tesla, the Class C boys and girls cross-country coach. Manhattan's Chris Grabowska, the big Grabowska, the uh, Class B football coach of the year. Double-A girls cross-country, Casey German of Bozeman. Girls golf, Ryan Nelson, Bozeman. Columbia Falls, Class A, James Peacock, girls cross-country. O'Brien Bird, boys soccer. Um, as of now, they're hoping to be uh, having a, a banquet in... Uh, July at the coaches' clinics, which are always up there in uh, Great Falls. We'll see if they're held virtually uh, this year. Uh, let's see. Mike Cutler for eight-man. Drummond Phillipsburg football. Freud Lake. Michael Ryder for six-man. Volleyball. Rebecca Cleveland. Capital. Anita Foster. Billing Central. And Funk Shoto. And Lena Kalavig for Bridger. Okay, so here's a great example of this. Shoto did not win the volleyball title. Joliet did. Colette Weber led Joliet to the championship. But Ann Funk of Shoto gets the Coach of the Year honor. Just throwing that out. Uh, girls cross-country coaches. We mentioned uh, German out of Bozeman, Peacock from Columbia Falls, and Tesla. Brooke Dolan of Townsend also for Class B. Uh, Bill Colley for uh, Whitefish, Class A golf for boys. And... Soccer, Jay Anderson of Hellgate, uh, name we didn't get to. Uh, girl soccer, Laurel's Aloma Jess. Maybe we did get to that one. And uh, that ceremony, like we said, is scheduled 
or July 29th next year. But congratulations to those coaches. That's fantastic. And, um, I mean, seriously, congratulations. That's well-deserved, very well-deserved. Saw this today. Remember yesterday we talked about, uh, was it a conference in North Carolina? The CIAA, Coastal Intercollegiate Athletic Association, canceled its men's and women's basketball seasons, volleyball for the spring, and uh, tournaments. Well, today the Northeast 10 Conference Council of Presidents voted to cancel regular season and championship competition for the seven winter sports, including men's and women's basketball, indoor track and field, swimming and diving, as well as men's ice hockey. And so, yeah, those uh, tournaments and regular season competition and championships have been canceled for the Northeast 10. So that's now two Division two conferences. Actually, I think three because what is it? The, the D2 conference in uh, California had already said they weren't going to play. So I believe that's three Division two conferences that are not playing basketball. And and the Northeast Conference, the Northeast 10, they're still waiting for the uh, to decide if they're going to do a resumption of fall sports in the spring and what to do with its 10 spring sports. No decisions have been made to any of those. Next month, they say. They uh, committed, remain committed to supporting a return to play. For its 10 spring sports. But we'll see. It's not looking good. Seriously. Uh, Lady Grizz out in Seattle right now. Uh, and uh, we'll get you an updated score on that. They've led 22 to 9, Montana did, at the end of the uh, first quarter. And there has not been an update for uh, quite some time. So that must not be a good sign. <laughs> if. Nobody's uh, updating. Uh, so there you go. We got on this day in history coming up, and I had a couple other things that we were gonna throw up, not literally, but talk about. Well, I got one: Bomani Jones and uh, Dominique Foxworth, former football player. We're gonna chat about something there coming up as well, and uh, lots of great calendar stuff with Kurt Sinis, Capital City Sports, great calendar. We'll talk to Kurt when we come back. And don't forget, you can always go to jasonwalkershow.com if you've missed anything in the previous, uh, well, since uh, last year. Our one-year anniversary was December the 11th, or 10th, the 11th. We went on the air on the 10th, the 11th. We were going to, yeah, it was December 11th last year, right? Because we did two shows, and then we were off for the Bobcat football game. And, uh, yeah, so we're a year old. Back, the Jason Walker Show. Overall, what, three years? Two years. When did we start this little masquerade of a, well, it was on radio for a year. Well, almost. Uh, So two years? I think. It's pretty sad. I don't even remember. Uh, We're just having fun now. Great sponsors, great fun, great support here on the Jason Walker Show. We'll talk to Kurt Sinis, uh, who will share memories of Charlie Pride when we come back. And also his calendar is out, and we'll tell you where to get it, and uh, we'll preview it with Kurt 
next Jason Walker Show. Coming right back, we are presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the J. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn. 
Helena on this day in history coming up and uh, much, much more. But uh, we're going to begin today on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline with uh, an old friend. And I don't mean old, like literally, I just mean we haven't talked in a while. <laughs> Kurt Sinis joins us, the fantastic and longtime writer and painter and who knows what, a uh, billiards player. Uh, you're just a star in all sense of the word, Kurt. How are you? It's okay to call me old. <laughs> uh, things going well? I, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, things. Yeah, things are going okay. Good. You know, I'm, I'm just pushing my calendars and living the dream. Which we'll uh, we'll talk about the calendars here in, in a in a little bit. But let's start, Kurt. Sure. You and I have told these. Well, you've told these stories on the show two years ago. But Charlie Pride passed away over the weekend. At the age of 86, and uh, there was a connection with him and his family along with your family uh, from back in the day when he was at East Helena. I don't even know where you want to start, but you can just start. Okay, well, I just kind of talked about what we talked about a couple years ago because those are my, you know, just my memories of Charlie, my encounters with him. And uh, I knew him from my dad's junkyard. This was in the early 60s. He got here in 1960. So, you know, he worked at the smelter. He was playing baseball for the smelterites, and then he was playing his guitar, you know, singing the anthem and and playing in bars and, you know, just getting started. But uh, he he, um, the reason he was playing baseball is because that was his first dream was to be, you know, make it to the majors. But anyway, so I'm 10 years old. I'm working with my dad junkyard down on Poplar Street. Uh, us three brothers, oldest brothers, worked there. We got a silver dollar a day during the summertime. And uh, that's where I met Charlie Pride. Now, um, he's the first black person I ever met in person. Mm-hmm. You know, back, back then there were only, you know, three or four families of blacks in town, and there's a few more now, but not many. You know, back around the turn of the century, there were four or 500 uh, uh, blacks in Helena, population of four or 500. But anyway, that's a different story. So <clears throat> Charlie, um, Charlie would get parts for my dad, you know, and uh, when his car, when he needed a part or whatever. And uh, so I was fascinated by him, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember one time I was, I was kind of watching it, you know, I've always been a people watcher and especially a guy like that, you know, and uh, in Lily White, Helena, Montana. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm watching him, and uh, he's kind of eyeing up my dad. You know, they they were always bantering back and forth, you know. And uh, he's looking at he's looking at dad, and he says, "How tall are you, Wes?" And my dad says, six two. And he goes, Charlie says, "Oh, that, well, that's what I am. I'm six two also." <laughs> And my dad says, oh, I must be six, two and a half. <laughs> so, you know, now you got to pick. These are two big, you know, athletic guys. So mm-hmm. there was a little bit of testosterone testosterone going on. Sure. And the funny thing was when I interviewed him in 2005 for his return to Helena, I told him that same story. And he kind of looked at me, you know, and I'm sure people tell him stories all the time. He kind of looked at me and goes, well. I'm only six foot, you know, which he, in 2005, he was six foot. Him and I were like the same height. Mm. But um, 
I thought about this afterwards and I thought, you know, what I should have said was, Charlie, I'm 10 years old. I'm standing 10 feet away from you. You're the first person that I've ever seen like you. Mm -hmm. And I've, you know, I used to have a photographic memory. I'm not going to forget what you said, and that's what you said. <laughs> but, you know, so he, he was, he maybe he was exaggerating a little bit then. You know, he was, he was probably six one back then. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's uh, that's one of my memories. Now the other one we talked about last time is, um, I think it's okay to talk about it again because it it's a true story and it happened. Um, so we're, uh, I'm at the front of the garage, the from the garage door, and Dad had a car seat that he'd, you know, taken out of the vehicle and set there for people to hang out on, you know. So a lot of people would come down, hang out. They'd sit around, you know, smoking, you know, some of them maybe pulling on a Mickey or whiskey or something. <laughs> and there was a couple of cowboys there, and, and this one cowboy uh, – uh, you know, at that time, I thought he was an old cowboy, but he was 20 years younger than I am now. So <laughs> um, anyway, he had a broken leg. So he's sitting in the chair. He's sitting in the, the seat and, uh, you know, got the crutches sitting next to him. And Charlie pulls up and goes walking in past this fella, past us, inside to get to the, you know, talk to my dad. And this uh, old timer says, "I wish those Negroes would just go back south, down south and what caused coming up here and causing trouble." And he didn't use the word Negro. Right. Charlie slammed on the brakes, spun around, pointed his finger at him, and said, "You better keep that mouth shut, or I'll break that other frickin' leg of yours." <laughs> and he probably didn't say frickin', and did he? <laughs> he didn't say frickin' either. <laughs> well. The guy shut up. Charlie went in, did his business with my dad. Apparently, they were haggling back and forth over something. Was what brought the original comment, and then left. You know, so you can imagine me. I'm standing there. I'm heard this whole thing. So after he leaves, I go in, and Dad was talking to a couple other guys. I go in and I tell him the story, and I repeat the story, word for word. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now, I didn't hear my dad swear until I was 21 years old. You know, so that's just something that, you know, you it, it, it was unusual. Mm -hmm. And then for me to repeat the story and use those words, you know, and he just kind of, <laughs> when I dropped that F-bomb, he just kind of got, you know, looked at his customer and said, hey, you can't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's that, that's one of the, another one of the stories. And then another memory, I'll just keep rambling on. Yes, huh? please. Another memory was Charlie had a, a car, uh, and it was an older car. Later on, he had a really fancy, uh, I thought, well, it was, for that time, it was fancy. It was a red, shiny red convertible. And I remember he came in, and he had his two boys in the back seat. And But before that, he had uh, what, you know, what we would call an old beater. But he would always tease. His wife's name was Rosine. And she would come down with him once in a while, and he would tease her in front of my dad, and he'd say, my, and I didn't hear this. This is my dad telling the story. We sure had a lot of fun in the back seat there, didn't we, Rosine? You know, <laughs> she, you know she'd get a little embarrassed or whatever. Oh, geez. But anyway, he, he wrecked that car, and I read something else about it later on Facebook. Somebody wrote, 
and I need to get a hold of the guy that uh, that his dad was playing with Charlie or traveling with Charlie, coming back from Deer Lodge in a gig, and and wreck the car. The car ends up at the junkyard, and uh, uh, he he sells it off to dad, you know. And uh, so uh, while he's while he's selling up selling it off, and they're haggling over the price. Um, it was tough to beat my dad in a in a deal like that as far as uh, dickering. But they go back and forth, back and forth, and Charlie says, "Well, you know, and then my ramps do, and then my water bills do." And, kind of going like that and dad reached over and picked up the shop broom and started playing it like an air guitar started singing that song so um and he saved that title when he got when he bought that tar, car he kept that in like the top of his desk drawer that charlie pride title we've still got it and i've got it on i've saved it on my file here I think I've seen that. You shared it on my Facebook page a couple of years ago. Um, okay. So, yeah. All right. I, I remember that. Um, okay, I've got so, a couple of pictures that I've been rotating. Um, one, Charlie playing air guitar. Was that the 2005 meeting? Yes. Okay. That's, At the uh, the Wingate, right? Yes. Okay. Um, let's talk about Charlie's baseball days because he was okay. a very, very good baseball player. Um <laughs> Not pro material, he thought he was going to be, but um, right. he led the state in hitting one year. Is that correct? Yeah, it was the state league, which was the former Copper League in 1960. And I think it was the first year of the state league. See, the Copper League broke up. Copper League used to have six or seven or eight teams, and they were a couple Butte teams in Anaconda, but then those teams dropped out. Then it became... Some people still called it the Copper League, although it wasn't. Uh, and he led that league in hitting, and I can't, I think it was 427 or something like that. Man. But, yeah, he led the league in hitting, and he played, uh, he, he was an infielder, you know, second base, third base. I don't know if he played shortstop. Second and third base for sure. And then he also did some pitching. And, yeah, he was, he was a good, he was a good place, baseball player. He was. You know, he played in the Negro Leagues for the Memphis Red Sox, and yeah. So, uh, but but he told me during our interview that that was his first dream was to, you know, get to the majors and break all of Babe Ruth's records. <laughs> but uh, just wasn't, you know, he just wasn't good enough. Right. But he tried. Yeah, yeah, because he played what he he played around for like ten years trying to break in. But right. like you mentioned, the Negro yeah. Leagues, and I know there's a big exhibit uh, down at the Negro League Museum in Kansas City, which is a fantastic museum. It's one of my all-time favorites. Um, right, and I, you know, I'll have to send you that picture. I was there. I've been there twice, and we found his ball. Remember the big, long mm-hmm. glass case with all the baseballs of former Negro League players? Yep. yep. We found his ball. I've seen my it. Wife, okay, you've yeah. seen it. Yeah. My wife started on one end, and I started on the other end. Let's start looking, you know, and I don't know, got about 15 feet down. It's about a, what is it, what do you think, 40, 50 feet long? Oh, yeah. About 10, 10 rows of balls, you know, so however oh. many names that is, 5,000. But it's we unbelievable. Found it and I got, yeah. And, oh, and we talked to the uh, curator of the museum and, you know, told him where I was from and that I met Charlie when I was a kid. 
and uh, you know he he knew his stats better than I do. I did. Right. Uh, this guy, and uh, he just said that Charlie was a big supporter of the of the museum. They grow. Big Real League uh, Baseball Museum. Yep, and then uh, 33 number one hits later. Well, he got more hits yeah. in country music <laughs> than he did on the baseball field, uh, it seems. But what a well, great... he made he made a he made a lot more money per hit. That there you go. That's true. Let's <laughs> let's put it that way. That is yeah. absolutely <laughs> true. Kurt Sinis joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, it's a sad loss. Uh, you know, like I said yesterday, it was 86. Um, yeah. but it's just a, it's a tough one because he was still touring. He was still out and about performing, right? you know, until, right. the, until 2020 hit. Yeah. Yeah, he was. But, uh, how many yeah, times, do you in... know how many times he ended up? Cause I know he was in great falls back in the early eighties. Right. He came back to Helena, obviously. Um, but right. he loved Montana. Right. And that's another story I was going to tell you. I didn't see it myself, but my dad in the eighties, he did some kind of deal with uh, UBC mm. and uh, uh, um, Ken Nelson put something on his Facebook that he did uh, played some music with him, went around with him. But he, uh, my dad was out in the junkyard. This is like 83, 84, something like that. <clears throat> and there's some voices outside the door and all of a sudden dad's talking to a guy and all of a sudden, Dad stops, listens to that voice. He said, that's Charlie Pride. And the guy says, oh, come on. How do you know Charlie Pride? He said, I know Charlie Pride, and that's his voice. And they stepped outside, and Charlie was standing there talking to a guy, Man. having a conversation with a guy, and had came down and, you know, remembered the junkyard and, and, and just was visiting some of his old homes. That is awesome. Yeah. That is super cool. Um Great memories, obviously, and great stories with Charlie Pride, and that's going to be a, a tough lot. I mean, country music got hit hard this year, you know, with Charlie Daniels, Charlie Pride, Kenny Rogers, uh, Hal Ketchum, Doug Super. There was a few that, uh, but losing wow. losing the three I mentioned first, Kenny, Charlie, and Charlie, those are the three big ones for us in the country music world, for sure. Right, exactly. Um, Kurt Sinis, yeah. our guest here. Go ahead. Well, I got another memory of my interview. I, I don't know if you want to. Yeah. Some of that. No, I got all day here for you, man. <laughs> okay. So, so the interview um, took place at the Wyndham. Well, the Wyndham is half a block away from the old junkyard garage. Oh, wow. So I thought that was, you know, we talked about that. And I had like about an hour's notice. This was before his 2005 concert. The first time he had played at the Civic Center uh, since his first time on stage at the Civic Center in about 63 or something. Mm -hmm. So that was his return. And I uh, tried to get a hold of Dad. This was before cell phones, before I had a cell phone anyway. Tried to get a hold of Dad. Couldn't get a hold of him. So I went down with my mom and... Uh, <clears throat> We did the interview, and he was—he wanted to talk more about baseball than <laughs> than uh, his music, you know. And his memory was amazing. Right. And then at one point, he jumped up and he did the the air guitar. He did an Elvis, and we had a private showing of Charlie Pride uh, doing an impression of Elvis Presley on an air guitar, and it was unbelievable. Oh man! I mean, just just unbelievable, and I. I'm very embarrassed because I don't remember which song it was because I'm also a big Elvis fan, but I just 
can't remember what song it was. I was a little starstruck too, you know, sure. talking to Charlie Pride. But uh, so anyway, he it was a great interview, very down to earth. Um, he offered the he had his agent or you know some guy was there in the room with us, and so you know he says to this guy, he gave us free tickets. He gave me a free ticket, or this guy offers a free ticket. And then he looks at my hand. He taps my wedding ring and he says to the guy, "Better make it two. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. So, and then he also said, "What I think of myself." He says, "Maybe you could write my book someday about my baseball." And I'm thinking to myself, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> so then, after after we were done, you know, I didn't take it serious. I didn't think much of it. After we were done, my wife said, "Well, how do you know he wasn't serious?" I had the, his agent's number, you know. Right. So then I tried to call back, and the guy never answered, or there was no message or anything like that. So I was a day late and a dollar short again. <laughs> it's the story of our life, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Kurt Sinis joining us. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, I want to chat about uh, your calendar. It's the fifth year, fifth annual uh, Capital City fifth Sports year. Great Calendar for 2021. Uh, Kurt will uh, join us. We also have On This Day in History coming back and uh, a whole lot more. So stick with us. Jason Walker Show coming right back. More with Kurt Sinis. Keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender.
Uh, welcome back. Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. And uh, go to MarkLaRoePhotography.com. All your landscapes, all your um, animal pictures, wildlife. He's just he's unbelievable. MarkLaRoePhotography.com. He also has calendars. And uh, you can check those out on his website. He's got a couple. Scenic Montana and also um, Cowboys of Western Montana. And so you, you know what you do? You get those two. And then you... Uh, Get our guest calendar, and back on the Mike Miller State Farm hotline is uh, none other than the intrepid reporter, Kurt Sinis. And uh, Kurt, uh, your calendar is, what, five years now you've been doing this? Yeah, this is the fifth one. That's awesome. Yeah, and they're getting harder every year. (laughs) Why is that? (laughs) (laughs) Just just because it it takes longer to uh, formulate my thoughts. <laughs> there's still plenty of people to write about it. Uh, That's what I was. Yeah, I was like, well, there's no shortage of great athletes over the years here oh, in no. the uh, Queen City, capital city. Uh, oh, Kurt Sin is joining us. Um, I'm going to throw up the uh, the uh, info um, for everybody, but uh, and we'll talk a lot about this. But let's just start. I mean, you have 39 great photos and great stories of uh, Capital City Greats. And uh, let's start on uh, December of this year that's uh, still going right. on. But you've got – this is what I love about your calendar is it's not just football, basketball, volleyball. It's not the main sport. Now, you have a lot of football and stuff. But people forget gymnastics used to be a, an MHSA-sanctioned event. And and rodeo right. is such an important part of our history too. Uh, so Dan right. Roberts, Ed Robinson, and John Huvestal – our, our, our December 2020s. Right. So Dan Roberts, Capitol High in the uh, 1980s, and he was uh, he was a member of three different state championship teams uh, in the uh, in the same year: gymnastics, football, and uh, golf Man. for Capitol High. So those uh, the Bruins won three state championships there, and this Dan Roberts was a member of all three of them. Second guy is uh, Ed Robinson. Uh, he was here behind me at Helena High. I taught him everything he knows. Uh, <laughs> Ed's claim to fame, was well, it was part of the Helena High Bengals basketball state championship in 71 with Pat Donovan and some other guys, but also a four-year starter at Carroll, never missed a practice, never missed a snap. On the offensive line in four years, which is not easy to do. That's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah, or yeah, not it. It is hard. Yeah, yeah. See, that's you why you're, I, that's you why you're I, the writer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! Third guy, uh, John Huvestal. You know, I used to call it past greats, but a lot of, although John is not active anymore but some of these people are still active so i dropped the past grades and just put sports grades but i like that john john huvestal was maybe better known for his football at capital he was an all-state football player but he was also a great rodeo uh steer wrestler and he he went in uh in, up into his 40s before he quit man it's just that's, january yeah. no that's nuts i mean you think about that um these, uh, that is just, and then yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, that's super awesome. I mean, that just just December, 
let's not even then, you know. By the way, I wanted to mention real quick with Dan Roberts. He ended up uh, yeah. um, at West Point, correct? Yes, West Point. Man, Gymnastics. That's awesome. Yeah. The U.S. Army. Yes. Yep. All right. You're up now, January. January 2021. Swimming is Amity Fever for Capitol High in the 1980s, and then she went on to swim collegiately. She qualified nationally at the uh, University of Puget Sound. Oh, okay. Uh, swimming is Jeff King, who's a buddy of mine from 1970, 71, but we, we weren't buddies then. But later on, we got to be pretty good friends. He was a member of Helena High's very first sanctioned swim team. Hmm. Um, and it was actually, <clears throat> yes, it was sanctioned. So it was 1971, and uh, that relay team that he was on uh, placed runner-up. So he was also part of the school's first medalist swim team. That's cool. Helena High. Third guy is Ken Rudio, who can do anything. But um, I focused on his handball because he won, oh, I don't know. He won at least three open state championships and several other uh, um doubles championships so let's see one singles and two doubles uh open uh wait a minute anyway he won quite a few uh state handball championships <laughs> but he could do anything football basketball baseball golf anything man february 2021 i've got colin phelps for snow skiing and uh, he qualified for nationals as a youth member of the uh, Great Divide Ski Team. And he was also a member of a Capital High State Championship um, soccer team in 2001. Hmm. And what is it? You win a state title in track, too? Uh, it was a, let's see. Was it Grand the relay? Legs. It was the conference title, Con- yeah, oh, 400 right. relay, okay. gotcha. and and state runner-up, 400 relay. Yeah. Okay. So he did swimming, swimming soccer, and he ran the sprint. Now here's a guy you know, wrestling, James Sheridan, mm-hmm. Capital High. Mm-hmm. He was a state champion, and his claim to fame was beating the great Dan Troop twice. Wow. From Kalispell, Troop was a national champion in uh, freestyle. Uh, but uh, James beat him in, uh, in, in for the high school title. Okay. And James played football, all-state football player, and um, went on to play football at Western Montana. Okay. The other wrestler that year was uh, for Helena High was V.J. Matteo. He was uh, he wrestled in three state finals. Um, the second one he lost by one or two points to uh, Matt Campbell. He was a four-time state champion. And then uh, BJ got his title as a senior. And uh, he wrestled for Montana your old stomping ground, yeah. back when they still had wrestling, and he was an uh, all-big sky wrestler for uh, fourth place. Four, yeah, fourth at uh, 134 mm-hmm. in 1983. There we go. Man. Okay, March 2021 is the legendary Bill Darcy, the Bill Darcy. The, so I asked you that, yeah. I was like, is this the yeah. Bill Darcy? And it is. The Bill, the Bill Darcy in the early 60s. He played football, basketball, and was a pole vaulter for Helena Cathedral High Greenies. 
And then he went on to uh, play some, I think he played a little little basketball. and I know he played football for Carroll, maybe a little basketball. And he boxed in the smokers. Oh, okay. Tough dude, Those, Bill Darcy. That's crazy. When you look at Bill now, you're like, he wasn't a boxer, but he was. <laughs> yeah. I love and this. And he's, uh, well, he's late 70s. He's late he, in his late seventies. Yeah. he doesn't look it, does he? No, does he, he doesn't. He really does. and he's just no. a great guy, fantastic guy. He's, one of, he was always one of my biggest supporters um, with Carol stuff and and the radio station and um, right. I yeah. love he's, I love in your calendar you have the IR said uh, quote makes up and hustle what he lacks in size. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. gonna have to give him a hard time next time I see him now. Yes. That's super cool. Next up, John Briney, who was an All-State uh, player for the Bengals when they won a, uh, one of their state basketball championships in 1991. And he set a few records. And then he went on to star for, I believe it was Northern. Yep, MSU Northern. This was in the, yeah, in the 90s. Okay. Uh, I think he played football, too. Then uh, the third guy in, uh, for March is uh, Mike Mulcahy. Now, this is interesting until I was researching this, but he played um, two college sports. Uh, he played D1 baseball for the University of Utah, and he was a punter for Carroll College. But uh, before that, he was a member of Capitol High's um, 19, let's see, 1983 uh, basketball championship. Right, yes. So, the first. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty versatile athlete there. And I don't know if you remember Jason Mulcahy. And there was, let's see, oh, his son was on the uh, 20, 20 Capitals. 2014. 2014 state championship. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Because Mulcahy. I think there was. Was there three sets of father and son at Capitol, or three or four maybe that well, had won in '83 and then again in '14? Yeah, there was. Um, oh, uh, Kyle. Um, can't think of the guy's name. He's a... <laughs> Why can't you? Right <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, there were three sets. <laughs> I think. Yeah, there were. Uh, yeah, father son. So yep. we'll think of his name later. Yes. Um, <laughs> Oh boy, that's embarrassing. It totally no, is, especially for yeah. two guys that have covered that yeah. state championship. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! All, All right. right. He's he, he's a physical therapist. The dad. Um, yeah. Somebody help us out. He is. One of your listeners needs to, <laughs> your listeners needs to send you a check. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Let's keep moving. Oh, yeah. April twenty twenty one. Uh, girls tennis. Amber Lawrence. Proposal, and she was a uh, divisional champion in doubles tennis. Or no, no singles champion, three-time mm. state qualifier in singles, and was a divisional champion in tennis. And, and uh, she was also successful during the, the summer of the uh, USTA season. Oh, right. Um, softball, Kelly Ha. Now that is former Helena High coach John Haw's daughter, and she was a 
she was a stud for the Capitol High Lady Bruins in the uh, mid-90s. Batted over 400 all three years. Uh, set a couple records, school records, and still at the top of the list in some of those categories. And she played for D2 Quincy University, Great Lakes Valley Conference. Other softball player, Sarah Jackson, current assistant coach with, with her brother at uh, Carroll College. Mm-hmm. And she played for uh, Helena High and uh, set several records there, including home runs. And then she went on to play for Eastern Oregon University, all-conference player. And um, we've had her on the show, her baby, Presley, just had a massive surgery and by all accounts has recovered beautifully and uh, they'll be on the show again in 2021. But I wanted to make sure I threw that out because I know people have been asking me about uh, little Presley. So her and uh, yeah, mom, mom, Sarah and dad, Zach, they're all doing well. So good news. Yep. Fantastic news. Yeah. She played a little basketball too. Okay, next up, May 2021 girls track is Kim Curry, now known as Kim Curry Morrison. And she she was noted for qualifying in uh, five different events for the state meet. So she was another one of those versatile, you know, might have been a, uh, what do the women do? Decathlon or uh, pentathlon? No, uh, uh, heptathlon. Heptathlon. Yeah. Okay. The hep, because. Yeah, she might have been one of those. And uh, she went on to uh, run do track for the University of Montana. Quick question, Kurt. Um, yeah. In in the little snippet you wrote about her, it's yeah. When did it become the score to Cam? Because in '88 she won the Emily to Cam invite. So when did it become score to Cam? So it was probably the score to Cam. Uh, at that point, I think maybe it was 83 or something like that. Okay. But uh, in in writing about that, I just I just called it the decam, the decam because she was on the girl side. Oh, I got you. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it saved time. <laughs> <laughs> Boys tennis, Landers Jewett from Helena High, and he was a four-time uh, All-State tennis player. Finished in the top four four times. Um, third once and fourth three times. So never attained the mountaintop, but, you know, mm-hmm. did pretty good. Came close. He was consistent. And then uh, he pay, he played college tennis at the University of Redlands in Modern, and Montana State, okay. MSU. Girls track, Nava Howard. Uh she was a four-time letterman in track, and uh, I believe she was a member of the state championship 1600 relay with the Lady Bengals in 1998. And she went on to become an All-American uh, trackster at the University of Mary, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. June 2021, Hal Harper uh, got him in here for uh, track but he also was a wrestler and a football player. So he uh, he uh, won the divisional championship and set the division and uh, vigilante stadium record, 13 feet, four and a quarter inches. 
So this is right or, right at the uh, infancy of the fiberglass pole in Montana. Oh, okay. So like Bill Darcy for for a, a cathedral, they were using a steel pole. Oh, okay. So uh, this is just the start of that. So 13.4 is, you know, now – now they're going, you know, 15 feet, right. 14, 15 all the time. But that was that was good for the. It was a record back then. And uh, let's see, he was a divisional wrestling champion, and uh, he was an all. He was a, a good football player. Okay, uh, Kevin Johnson, Capital High. I've got him in for here for track and field, but he went on to play football for Carroll. But he was a uh, he was a state champion in both. Uh, one year he won the one tens, and the next year he won the three uh, hundreds, junior and senior years, and uh, uh, it flipped both times. So one time he was second, and the other one, and you know, so he had a first and second his last two years That's in those cool. two uh, in those two hurdle events. Uh, next up is Nick Jocks and, uh, got him in here for track, but he was probably a better football player, but you know, I had to spread it out a little bit. <laughs> he also pole vaulted, qualified for track. He was the only one, uh, one of two to, uh, qualify for state. And then he was, that was with a steel pole. And, uh, he, uh, had some great plays on the gridiron for the, I was just reading. By then that. they had become the yeah. By then they by then they had become the Cougars. So they they um, transitioned from Helena Cathedral Greenies to Helena Central Cougars. Okay. Their last uh, their last uh, years of existence before they closed the doors and came over to Helena High. Okay, you ready? July twenty twenty one. Jason Mergle. Uh, got him in here for baseball, but he was also a football and basketball player. And uh, he was also a member of a youth team, a uh, Bambino team that finished in the, placed fourth at the uh, Bambino National World Series in Elk Grove, California. Wow. And then for the Senators, he won, uh, he was the offensive MVP in the state tournament with a 600 batting average. Uh, next up, Sean Mahard, uh, baseball player from Capitol High, played for the Senators. He was a two-time Earl Tucker uh, Award recipient in 86 and 87. First year he batted 339, and then the second year he batted – where's that at? Four fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Four four fifty. Um, and then he went on to play for Taft Community College. Uh, a third baseball player is Steve McGinley, and uh, was his he was one of the he was one of the uh, I think he was one of the kids on that uh, or. Um, his grandson was on that championship team, possibly. Oh, in 14? Um, yeah. Yes, yes I think I, you're I, right. I, does that sound right, Matt? Yes, I okay, think so. Okay, so, so his grandson, 
His grandson, Matt McGinley. Anyway, Steve Hi, McGinley. Uh, Kirk- Kyle Harrington, by the way, is the other one. Is one of the other ones. Harrington. <laughs> I just dad thought of it. <laughs> and the dad is John Harrington. Yeah. I knew it was going to come. <laughs> We're getting, yeah. We're getting closer. Oh. Kyle Harrington. Okay, so Steve McGinley played for Cathedral. He was right around the same area era as Bill Darcy. Mm-hmm. Also a multiple sport athlete. And... Uh, so I got him in here for baseball, and he did some basketball, football, and track. Next up. Oh, and by the way, his dad was my uh, gym teacher when I was going to uh, ninth grade gym teacher, oh, okay. Bernard McGinley. If you ever met him, you'd never forget him. I did not have that pleasure. No. Well, well that's for another day. Okay, August 2021, golf is Bruce Nettleton. And he won a couple of club championships, Bill Roberts. Uh, girl soccer, Colleen Ferreter, Helena High. She was an all-state soccer player and, uh, and uh, a trackster. And she went on to play college soccer for the Eastern, for Eastern University, Washington. Okay. And set a, set a couple of, uh, Endurance records there, like playing in every game for four years. Boy soccer, Glenn Wall. Later there, later on, their head coach, but uh, he was cap- one of Capital High's first. He was the first Capital High boy to play college soccer. So he started out, um, the, you know, that first season of, of MHSA soccer, right? Yeah. Nineteen. 1991, 1992. And then he also played college, uh, played for uh, MSU Billings. Okay. And then <clears throat> later on was their head coach for a few years. So it was September. 20- would he have played with, was Thorvalson, Dave Thorvalson at MSUB at that time? You know. I'll have to ask coach. That's possible. I know, I know Thorvalson played for Helena High. And, uh. So, so Glenn played uh, from 97 to 2000, so it was actually a few years after he got out of uh, high school okay. that he played his college soccer. <clears throat> okay. All right, Check September. Uh, Dave is actually a, like a third or fourth cousin. Oh, okay. Or fine. Uh, well, married, you, married to You related to everybody. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Girl... Girls Cross Country and Kamlowski Jackson, and uh, she uh, she ran for the uh, Lady Bengals in the mid 1970s, and uh, she was their she was their lead runner during her uh, tenure. Boys Cross Country, Mike Kaiser. Now Mike is still going ro- going strong. He ran for the uh, he ran for Capitol High uh, when he was going to school, but uh, and then the UM. Then he got an in, then he sustained an injury. But lately, he's been uh, coming on strong, and he has won. Uh, let's see, four titles. So he's the four-time Mount Helena Run champion. Okay. So he hopes to extend that streak. They didn't. They couldn't run it this summer. Rodeo Shyla Epler. Much better known for her basketball. She set the scoring record for the Lady Bengals, but 
she was a long time uh, barrel racer, um, qualified for the NRA final seven times, seven years in a row back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, October, we've got a bowler, Grady Kirkaby. He was also a golfer. Oh, by the way, Bruce Nelson was, was a great bowler, too. Oh, yeah, you, I saw that. I saw yeah. Brady, um, and this is, just read the first line from from this calendar. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Brady Kirkaby holds the unofficial state record for bowling the most 300 games, seven, and golfing the most holes in one, eight. It's unbelievable. So, yeah. <laughs> he's so, yeah. he's just, and he's just yeah. a great dude. Brady is just awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right. And he's got quite a few years to go. Oh, at both easy, yeah. So, so he should add on to that. Uh, volleyball, Katie Polite, uh, and she's married to one of the Sampsons. Is it uh, uh, Mark? Mark. So yeah, so she's married to Mark Sampson. Back when she was Katie Polite, she was a, a volleyball standout for the Lady Bruins and a member of their 2002 state championship. Uh, the other volleyball player, Kelsey Williams, um, Helena High, and she set a few records for the Lady Bengals. She was the uh, Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. This was uh, night in uh, 2009. And she had 12, and, uh, 12 varsity letters. She was the first gal to get 12 varsity letters. Okay. For Helena High. Now, I'm trying to remember, was that the year, her senior year, she was trying to decide, was it her or her sister um, that couldn't decide on which sport to play and then made the announcement at the state basketball tournament? I can't remember. Because it was in Bozeman. I'll have to ask Coach Williams. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't remember who which one that was. I think it was I think it was her sister Kendall. Uh, but Kelsey was unbelievable too. I mean that whole they're, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they're they're both pretty good. Kelsey had eleven letters. Jeez. Or I mean I mean Kendall. Just missed. Kelsey had twelve. 12. Kendall oh, had eleven. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, and she played. She played college for Northern. Yeah. yeah, she played college for Northern Kelsey did. Right. All conference. Uh, football, November 21, uh, 2021. Charlie Pride is one of our football players. He played for Helena Central. He was a big guy. Cool. Um, made the player of the week a couple times. Um, he also played basketball for the Cougars. And, uh, yeah. Uh, our other one of our other football players is Kevin Barch, and he's uh, he's the father of those Barch uh, sisters that do so well at Capital and volleyball. Yeah, they're they're and mediocre ball. athletes. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the mother and the mother was a great uh, uh, volleyball player at the University of Montana. Anyway, Kevin was a stud for Helena High, and then he played for the Grizz and. You know who his roommate was with the Grizz? 
Uh, I do because I'm reading it. But go ahead. <laughs> Tony Arnson. <laughs> yeah, the Tony Arnson. Yeah, I was watching. I remember I was watching a softball game one time, and I was back, you know, back by the back left corner of the left field uh, fence mm-hmm. at at Capitol. And in front of me are Kevin Larch and Tony Arnson, BS each other, and all of a sudden I just kind of had this epiphany. I said, "Did you guys play together at for the Grizz?" And I said, "Well, yeah, we were roommates." <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, anyway. That was before uh, they got good. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so wait. So. Right. Oh, he came in right when they got good. About the time that he had, uh, Washington Grizzly was built, they still lost to. Uh, so he never lost to the Cats. Because if he graduated what eighty five at Helena High, he never would have lost to the Cats. Yeah. So he went to the Cats from. Uh, or I mean, to the Grizz. Yeah, yeah. He said he he said his highlight was uh, when they beat Weber State. He was the uh, Big Sky Player of the Week. Nice, uh, Kevin. So the other football player, Tim Crennan from Capitol High, and uh, let's see, a member of two historic teams: the the first state football championship in 1978. And their first win at the Class AA basketball tournament in 1979, and um, so I actually thought he might have been a better basketball player than than football player. Hmm. So next up, uh, December, our last month, 2021. This is Karen Gross Keller, and her dad was Jim Gross, the coach. Oh, he was a member. Yep, she was a member of the uh, Helena High's first sanctioned state championship, girls state championship basketball. Um, they won a couple in 1907 and 1908. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, she was uh, all-tournament, and uh, she went on to play for Carroll College. Right. Boxing, Curly O'Leary. Now he's a member of the. He was the youngest of the Fighting O'Leary brothers, although there was a uh, nephew that later on also won a gold glove. So Curly was a gold glove champion, mm. and he later coached the team. That's awesome. Um, he was a tough guy. He might have been a little tougher than Bill Darcy. Ooh. Uh, yeah, but it would have been a brawl. and then our final last but not least girls basketball Sandy Bignell Uh, she got 10 letters of capital and then she went on to uh, be an all conference player for uh, uh, Western Montana 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 Western they all went all the Bignells ended up there eventually Right. As far as basketball, yeah. women's or yeah, women's basketball. Yeah. Um and she was uh so career wise at, at Western, she ranked number two with uh all time with sixteen hundred and eighty one points and number eight with eight hundred and forty six rebounds. Wow. So she's on their leaderboard down there. And that's my calendar this year. Can I can I uh, you list can, my sponsors? Yes, absolutely. Please. 
Okay. My sponsors for my calendar are Century 21 Realty, uh, Buzz Boutique, which is my wife's shop. That's where I display the uh, calendars. South Hills Dental, Joel Mays and his partner. Uh, Staley Engineering, Byron Staley. Valley Bank. Mike Gilmer in Real Estate. Edward Jones, or yeah, Edward Jones with uh, Edward Clinch. Uh, the financial advisor there, Mark Perriman Construction, and Speaker Sprinklers. Uh, Mark Perriman's another good golfer, by the way. Yes, great golfer. He is a guy that the first time I saw him, I was like, that's not a golfer. Like, he can't be that good. And then we were teammates on a little challenge, and uh, he was awesome. But he plays in, like, hiking boots. <laughs> he plays golf. Yeah, he's yeah. just... And he doesn't, yeah. I mean, he's it's like Brady. They don't look like they're good golfers, but they're awesome. Um, yeah. So I love Mark Perriman. So you are at Buzz Boutique every Friday and Saturday, correct? Yes, Friday night, 4 to 6, Saturday morning, 10 to noon. I'll be signing uh, this week and, and next week. And you know what's and, great uh, um, for those listening is 10% of the, of the profit from all of these goes to the Capital and Helena High Booster Clubs. Right, yeah, that's super so cool. That's, uh, yeah, that's uh, you know just something that I do, and, and it's nice to you know get my picture taken with the, with the uh, someone else who's done the. No, I, never mind. Twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Four, that doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> no. Four for 70 bucks. Uh, get a hold yeah. of Kurt on Facebook. Um, you can also uh, shoot him a, a phone call or a text, 594-2878. But uh, it's always fun to chat with you, um, especially about this. But uh, Okay, i got to ask you real quick. Uh, Sammy Bignell yeah. is on your December for girls basketball. How many Bignells yeah. in five years have been in your calendars? She might be the first one. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But uh, John Harrington John Harrington was in the calendar. Yes. So that's why I'm, you know, a little embarrassed that I didn't remember eh. his name. But, yeah, John was in the calendar. Um, and how, there are, <coughs> well, I was just, there'll be some more big notes. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget about the football There's, player big notes either. <laughs> there was... Exactly. This is uh, yeah. the dailies. Let's not forget about them. Let's not forget about. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, of, and that's just endless. the capital ones. I mean, Helena High had unbelievable athletes over the years. That you know, from any sport. I do have to ask you this before I let you go. Um, so Cathedral, because that's where my wife's grandpa went. Um, he was a greenie. Um, when did they become central? And then when did? Because Jasmine. Yeah, at Jasmine. Yep. Yes. So when did so, Central become or Cathedral become Central, and then wasn't there a span where they were at Capital? That's where they started. Yeah. Okay. That's where Central started. So, so originally it was Helena Cathedral High, and uh, they were up there next to the Cathedral. Right. And uh, they moved over uh, to what is now Capitol High in 19. So their last year was the spring of 69. Okay. And they were there four years. 
so six, seven, eight, nine. So they went over in the fall of 65. And they changed their name from Helena Cathedral to Helena Central. Okay. And they were there four years, and then they closed the doors, and they moved over there to Helena High uh, in the fall of 1969, which was my senior year. And uh, one of those fellows that came over that year was uh, Mike Van Deest. Right. Yeah. Yep, I remember, because he told those sto- uh, that story um about going, he right. used to ride his bike from East Helena to football practice at Central, at Capitol. Wow! <laughs> wow! So, Dana, yeah, that's why those guys are so tough, and that's oh. why those guys—that's why those guys get to where they end up later on—is because of that kind of determination. Yep. You know that drive to do that. Yep. It's it, it was yeah. um, crazy. So. And then Capital came about a couple years after Central moved. Right. So then, so then Central moves over, and then it was called Sunhaven. And it was like, a, I don't know, seventh and eighth grade school or something like that. It was called Sunhaven. The Sunhaven Bees. And um, Capital opened the doors in the fall of 73, and they didn't have a senior class. Right. So they just had... They had freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. Okay. And and Lon Carter was mm. there. Uh, still is. And, Lon, <laughs> and still is. And Lon Carter went to college in uh, at the University of Wyoming, where uh, Mike Van Deest went Mike to college. Deist, yep. And what are the school colors at the University of Wyoming? Brown and gold. And what are the school colors at Capitol High? Brown and gold. Is there a coincidence there? Maybe just a – you think Coach Carter has some <laughs> pull? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, yeah. I never yeah. I never put that together. That's a, that's an impressive little stat there. Yeah, well, I uh, there's a story there, and I'm, I'm going to be working on it. Okay. But, yeah, that is they voted cool. on the colors. They voted on the colors. There were several op- options, and uh, – Brown and gold won out. Well, I, you know, I was a Bozeman Hawk, so I'm always going to be a black and red and impartial to black those. And but, um, black and red. Yeah. I give the wife a hard time because she went to Capitol, and that that brown jersey was like, oh, man. <laughs> and the gold wasn't great back then either. So. <laughs> oh, not great colors, the brown and the gold, but unless you went there. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, huh? Well, awesome. Um, don't be a stranger. All right. I won't. Come on some more. Um, okay. Now that we know that, you know, you can talk for an hour and not have to worry about it. Get your calendars. Buzz Boutique. Uh, you'll be there Friday and Saturday signing autographs. And uh, appreciate this as always. And uh, I look forward to this each and every year. So. Oh, quick yeah. question, and we can talk about this in in earnest the next time you're on. Uh, Helena Sports Hall of Fame, where are we at with that? Postponed. Okay. Yeah, it was it was supposed to be this July, and uh, with the information that we had and uh, the situation, yep, we didn't we did not want to. You know, that's a 400 person banquet, and 
we just didn't want to be in a situation where we couldn't do it and be safe with 400 people. So right. we post we postponed it, and it was not an easy decision to make. But uh, that's that's what we felt we had to do. So are the 2020 so, inductees then going to be inducted in 21? Right. Okay. And 21's class two, or is it just going to be? Just one class. Okay. No, just, All right. So the 20, the 20, the, what was what going to be 2020 is now 2021. Gotcha. Okay. So, so I'm not going to be making it for at least a few more years. Probably not next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's very political. <laughs> I, uh, politically correct. I like that. I'm never going to be in that Hall of Fame, which is fine. Um, but I appreciate. You the, don't know that. Oh, I Kurt, I know. That. I know that. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been here long enough. Well, that doesn't. Um, Wilf, how long Wilf, are you going to be here? How long are you going to be here? Well, it's either going to be for the rest of my life or a month. It depends. <laughs> Which could be both. Okay, I well, don't you know. know. <laughs> if it's the rest of your life, you've got a shot. <laughs> right? Well, I, yes, yes. I don't know okay. how, but yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Kurt Sinis, uh, you get a hold of him, 594 2878, and uh, you're going to have to start using 406, so you might as well just put that on there anyway. Uh, but get his calendar. 10% of the profits go to both Capital and Helena High uh, Booster Clubs. And uh, he'll be at Buzz Boutique over the weekend, and that's where you can uh, get them as well. Appreciate it, as always, my man, and uh, we'll chat soon. Okay, thanks. Sorry, John Harrington. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kurt. (laughs) I'll never forget it again. No, you won't. (laughs) That is Kurt Sinis, everybody, joining us on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Thanks, Kurt, and uh, make sure you get a hold of him uh, for the the calendar. uh, It's awesome. We're running a little bit... uh, Long tonight, but it was worth it because Kurt um, Kurt's calendars are worth it. There is no question about that. All right, let's do um, on this day. It is uh, December the fifteenth. It is the Bill of Rights Day. So on this date in seventeen ninety one, the Bill of Rights was ratified when Virginia gave its approval and the amendments one through ten of the U.S. Constitution. Uh, Cat Herders Day. It is Cupcake Day and Warrior Pearls Day. 1925, the first hockey game at Madison Square Garden. The Montreal Canadiens defeated the New York Americans 3-1. Uh, 1973, Tennessee beat Temple 11-6 in an NCAA basketball game. 1973, this is men's basketball. 11-6 NCAA basketball. 1939, Gone with the Wind premiered in Atlanta. 1944 on this date, band leader Major Glenn Miller uh, was lost and killed over the English Channel. 1979, Chris Haney, Scott Abbott developed the board game Trivial Pursuit on this date. Another classic movie, like Gone with the Wind. 1997, Spice World, starring the Spice Girls premiered. I'm kidding. I've never even seen it. Uh, 1949, happy birthday actor Don Johnson. Miami Vice, Nash Bridges. Michelle Dockery was born on this date, 1981. Uh, Lady uh, Mary in Downton Abbey. Let's see, one more birthday. Gustav Eiffel, born on this date, 1832. He engineered and designed the Eiffel Tower. Sitting Bull passed away on this date in 1890, uh, killed by U.S. police. 
1966, Walt Elias died. Who? Walt Disney died of cancer, 65 years old on this date in 1966. So there is that. Uh, I'm going to, should we, I think we'll save it for tomorrow. No, we can get to it today still. And we'll do it right now in the walk-off. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right. So uh, Dominique Foxworth, who used to play football, was on the Bomani Jones podcast. And Bomani Jones, a race baiter. Um, Bomani Jones always... Always, everything is racist, according to Belmonte Jones. Well, Dominique Foxworth was a guest, and he was talking about Buffalo Bills quarterback and former Wyoming quarterback, Josh Allen. Here's what Dominique Foxworth had to say on the Belmonte Jones podcast. Are not based on Josh Allen. It's based on the people that are defending Josh Allen. I would be 100% lying if I said that when Josh does something dumb, a little part of me doesn't get happy. And it's not because <laughs> I want Josh to succeed. It's because the people who are telling me that Josh is the second coming and Josh is better than everybody are people with American flags and dogs and skull and crossbones in the abbeys. <laughs> and then if you go just take a dip into their tweet history, it's some really concerning yeah. retweets and likes. I can't tell you it's not about Josh. Like it's- uh, That's Dominic Foxworth on the Right Time with Bomani Jones podcast. So he doesn't like Josh Allen because of Josh Allen's fans, because they have American flags and dogs in their profile pictures on Twitter. Yeah. That's where we're at in society today. That's where we're at. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. Can we cancel? You know, everything's getting canceled. Let's cancel Bomani Jones and Dominique Foxworth. Let's just go ahead and do that. Bomani Jones should have been canceled a long time ago. All right. Thanks to uh, Kurt Sinis for joining us. Get his calendar. Give him a call or a text. 594-2878. It is a fantastic calendar. The fifth Capital City Sports Great calendar for 2021. 39 stories and pictures. Tomorrow, we will talk with a director of a movie, a couple of movies, and a franchise. That's coming up. Uh, Thursday, Senator Steve Daines. Go to jasonwalkershow.com. We'll see you tomorrow. We are brought to you by and presented by Capital Collision Center. See you tomorrow at 4. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.